That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Uh, in the on by guys, it's all about being sensitive, having fun, and just really being yourself. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Bye Guys. Zach Amico here. Without Ian, not Ian's fault. I actually wanted to take off uh, the day we usually pre-record. And we have uh, the festival coming up next week. So I thought we would sneak one in because... I was hanging out at the studio today with my very good friend, incredibly funny comic, and host of the Chakra Poppers podcast, Sydney Gant. What's up? Thank you for having me, man. How you doing, brother? Awesome, man. I'm glad to be hanging out with you right now. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. Sydney drove three hours in today to do a half an hour of podcasting. <laughs> uh, we, it is uh, usually we would be recording uh, real ass podcast at this time, but Lewis had some uh, scheduling issues. So I came here at 8.50 this morning mm. and uh, said, wake me up when Lewis is here for our 9 o'clock podcast. Jorge, when did you wake me up, buddy? 9.37. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I fully went back to sleep for another 40 minutes. Yeah, it, it, it burns me up that I was later than that Puerto Rican. It's, I'm, it's yeah, but so you had, annoying. You came from so far away. He yeah. also does come from very far away now. Yeah. That's quite a ride. Uh so, uh, so we were just talking, uh, you know, three-hour trip here, and I, I've, I've expressed this sentiment before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Gatorade wide mouth, do you think it is designed to put your dick in on road trips? For sure. Like, there's no reason Gatorade needs the wide mouth. Like, no yeah. other – what else comes like that? Like, some orange juices, apple juices. There's no reason Gatorade comes in that. No. Bottle. Other than that, you know if you're on a long road trip, you're going to get a Gatorade at 7-Eleven or at the gas station. Yeah. Even if you don't really like Gatorade, because you know you have a receptacle in the car, you can pop your dick in to take a aim-free piss. Yeah, because, I mean, it is a sports drink, so it should have one of those, like, squirt nozzles. Which they do make those, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the classic flavor, the classic yellow, red, orange Gatorades. But I think... uh... I think the brothers were having problems pissing in those Gatorade bottles. Yes. <laughs> they had to, yeah. They needed to widen that mouth a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, the amount of Gatorades I've pissed in, astronomical. Now, question. Yeah. I feel feeling very different childhoods. In your home, mm-hmm. was what was considered medicine that wasn't medicine? Because in my home, the white Gatorade was considered was called medicine yeah well, so yeah uh the the lemon lemon gatorade and ginger ale okay ginger ale was a big one yeah ginger ale was like ours it, was like the it was like a lemony but it was like white yeah gatorade not the yellow gatorade no the, the yeah the, the the i think it was was it supposed to, it's like cloudy yes yeah yeah the cloudy gatorade the cloudy gatorade because yeah. i remember once we had it in the fridge and I had a glass of it while my mom was at work, and she came home and screamed at me for, quote, unquote, drinking up all the medicine. You overdosed. Yeah, I overdosed <laughs> on Gatorade. And then, Zachary, what if I get sick now? Mm. And then I want to say, if if my memory is correct, then the psychosomatic sickness symptoms started yes. because the medicine was gone. <laughs> but, yeah, white Gatorade was medicine. Ginger ale, I think, maybe— my wife told me when she was a kid it was flat coke. Ooh, flat coke. That's what that um, no bullshit. That's what uh people in my family put in baby bottles. Okay. 
It would it would be even if it wasn't flat, it would be watered down. But hope hopefully, you were being able to you know give your kid the benefit of a non watered down flat Coke. Okay. Yeah. And it was flat because the the bubbles would give a kid up too much gas. Uh, I think I think it was like in 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 the mind of uh, people who had children as teenagers. Yeah. I think it was like less unhealthy. The carbonation was the problem. Yeah, the carbonation is what carries the air. The was the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the air was the issue. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that was like med- specifically medicinal when it was a, just a regular product. And I, I think mm. we did ginger ale sometimes. Oh, I know saltines. Oh yes, saltines and chicken soup. Yeah, yeah. Saltines was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When anybody was sick. Yeah. Saltines toast. Dry yeah, white, toast. Dry white toast. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Dry white toast and ginger ale if your stomach your, your, your tummy has a problem. To this day, if I have a cold, my family will call me and go, Have you had chicken soup? And yeah. like I'm I'm thirty six. Mm. I think I figured out soup is what you eat when you're sick. Yeah. yeah By yeah. the way, all I ever want when I'm sick, Chinese food. For some reason I connect Chinese food with getting over like a flu. Yeah, well, because Chinese food doesn't you never feel like it touches your stomach. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't. It goes disrupt. from food to shit without ever hitting your body. <laughs> it's my favorite part. It's just, it's just Chinese food is just flavor. Yeah, it's like it's no, it's like literally no substance at all. Like I don't know how they do it, but do they have um, Tex-Mex uh, like the Chinese Mexican places in Philly? We, I mean, there used to be more, but yeah, that was I had that last night. I had I did a uh, dumplings and a black bean burrito. It was pretty great. Dumplings might be the best food out there. Dumpling, good Chinese food dumplings might be top tier. Yeah, takeout. I like to like hold two dumplings in my hand <laughs> and like kind of shake like dice <laughs> and like pop. Yeah, they're the absolute. Now, what do you do? You do the sauce that comes with the dumplings. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a big. Uh, I like I like the natural than the sauce. So I always I always like I'll eat one dumpling plain and then I'll start saucing. I do take a bite out of the dumpling so it's half exposed meat, mm-hmm. then dip it so that it is now a little bowl of the sauce. Yeah, I'm a submerger. I'll, I'll submerge every now But and also, I will say, big on hot sauce or the hot mustard on dumplings. I've never had hot mustard on dumplings. I'm doing it tonight. I fucked with it hard. Yeah. I actually like uh, Chinese food hot mustard so much that I've ordered it on Amazon because oh, they don't yeah. give me enough. Yeah. And I love hot mustard. Dude, Chinese food hot mustard is the I would say Chinese food hot mustard, one of the most underrated condiments. Yeah. Behind, controversial choice, Arby's horsey sauce. Mm. Love, and I I would put them in a similar category because of the horseradish flavor. You like to eat and open up your sinuses at the same time. Yeah, love wasabi, love that shit. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I, so, I I mean, I'm probably not telling you anything new. But uh, the the Chinese food hot mustard with chicken nuggets from McDonald's, yes, the best. Mm-hmm. It like takes chicken nuggets up like to a whole nother level. Yeah, big move. Yeah, yeah, it's like fine dining. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's the best. Yeah, I'm a big hot sauce guy in general, but yeah, hot mustard fucking really fucking tickles my pickle. Yeah, you got to get that pickle tickled. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> got it. What is your go to Chinese order? Uh, do honestly, well, so I, I always get dumplings. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. I, yeah, but I'm I'm not. It's General Tso's. Like General I, I, I wish it was something different. I wish like every time I order Chinese food and I look at I look at everything else and I'm like I wish that I had it in me to go off screen. I started doing that recently and it's pretty rewarding sometimes. Sometimes yeah, you get burned. I've been I was burned once. Okay, what yeah. was it? So my mom was always an egg foo young mm-hmm. person. And she had you egg food, egg food. Yeah, right? <laughs> she did. She had, me. <laughs> yeah. she had me at uh, no, she had my sister at 15. Okay, and then she had me at a normal age, okay, <laughs> 20, 21, okay. egg food 21. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so I, I got egg food young from a place one time and it made me sick, and it was just like, I'm never doing that again. I'll fuck around. So, uh, Mrs. Amico's order is always chicken and broccoli, mm. which is a good standby. Get a big one, we'll split it a lot. Yeah, it's a lady order. Uh, I like either shrimp lo mein or shrimp fried rice, or learn this from Patrice. How special? Okay, which is all the meats. Yeah, big on fried rice. So you either do a fried rice or a lo mein, 
And then I've been going off script, and I've been doing, I'll do like the pork and mushroom. Mm. Or just something, I'll just do a new one every once in a while. Usually always pretty good. Yeah. Pork pretty dependable on from Chinese food. Almost exclusively. But here, here's the other thing. So I'll, I'll also sometimes, if I don't get General Tso's, and it's not much different, I get the Mongolian chicken. Okay. Which is basically like a sweeter version of General Tso's. Yeah. So... That's is it me. similar to orange chicken? I don't like orange chicken. No, orange chicken is like too like Orange too chicken sweet. is too sweet. Yeah. Orange chicken, I feel like, and I don't mean to be racist, it feels like this guy in the back pouring tang on my chicken. Oh, it's, it's, chicken, it's chicken tang. It's tang chicken, for I sure. I do not care for it. It's too, nah. I want that flavor later, like in an ice pop. Yeah. I do not want yeah. my yeah. meal to be orangey like that. Yeah, it's like, it's like a creamsicle. Yes, that's 100%. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at, do you, do you, I don't know, how old are you? 43. Do you remember, I was looking at a memes the other day of like food that got, that's like gonna like bring up your childhood. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the Disney ice pops? They were like orange, red, and purple, and it was, I think, Mickey, Goofy, and Daffy. Like the push pop? What? No, they were shaped like them. Yes. Yeah, like their heads? No, no, not like the ice cream truck ones. Okay. They're full bodies. No, I don't remember that. Fuck, I yeah, I've shown it to five different people and no one remember. And I remember them wow. vividly. I actually sent it to my family to be like, we used to eat these, right? Because no, yes, those, yeah, Mickey's Parade, yeah, must have been. It must have been out of market for me. Though they were so fucking good, dude. Yeah, those I remember having a big one on me. And then you remember? Uh, did you ever get screwballs? And it would be like a cone, like a, a paper cone. With like an Italian ice and a gumball at the bottom. Yes, those were good. I fucked with those that hard, hard too. ass gumball that you could barely bite yep. into. Yeah, that was sick. It was like you, a jawbreaker. You know what I had the other day? Because I'm a child, I had a SpongeBob ice pop, uh, like an ice cream on a stick shaped like SpongeBob. Yeah, from the ice cream truck, and I gotta tell you, they don't hold up. No the character pops, they are not a good texture and consistency. Yeah, because you they don't have to be. They're, they're, they're branding. Yeah. The kids aren't buying them because of their fucking palate. Yeah, you know? they were not. Because I remember being a big Ninja Turtle kid. Yeah. And I remember those being a big order. Uh, I think maybe Sonic, too. So, like ice the hedgehog. Sonic ice pops? Sonic the Hedgehog-shaped uh, ice creams. No, I don't remember those either. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I will tell you what is pretty reliable anytime they come out with a cereal. Like a branded cereal, mm-hmm. those are always top notch. Like like cereal almost never doesn't knock it out of the park. Yeah, I take that. Yeah. All right, cereal tier list. I go for me low tier. Do not care for fruity pebbles. Oh, if I it, listen before they get soggy, yeah, fruity pebbles. Yeah, on the bees knees. Yeah, like I fuck. Cause here, here's here's what I like about fruity pebbles. Before they get soggy, taking like a giant spoonful, like that, you shouldn't even be able to close your mouth with, and just munching on that. Like that's yeah. my fruity pebble. Right I now. like a Captain Crunch. I like all the Halloween cereals, of course. Yeah. Um, and I will go Cookie Crisp. Again, Cookie Crisp gets soggy and just ruins my day. That's fair. Yeah. So, so it's like the, the cereals that you're mentioning, are like, I have to eat them so fast. Do you remember Waffle Crisp? Yeah. Waffle Crisp, like Waffle Crisp and French Toast Crisp. Yeah. We're solid. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you ever have the uh, the churro? No. I've seen it, though. Dude, Cinnamon Toast Crunch has ch- a churro version of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> it's so fucking good. That does sound very, <laughs> very crazy. good. Do you fuck with the... um? The cinnamon twist from Taco Bell? Uh, I will. I yeah. recently had, they have a very close version now at 7-Eleven in bags. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what the cinnamon, the churro cinnamon toast crunch tastes yeah. like. And it's like, except it like, um, like dissolves. More, okay. You know I gotcha. I mean? Listen, guys, this is a sponsor near and dear to my heart. Because why? Because my asshole is a nightmare. And that's why we have our new friends at Tushy. Listen, you guys know how bidets work. They spray water up and around your asshole. Let me keep this really simple. 
If you got shit on your hand or your arm, would you feel clean if you just wiped it off with a piece of toilet paper? No, you would want to get in there with water. And with over 100,000 five-star reviews, see why millions of people are changing the way they poop with our good friends at Tushy with a 30-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. Stop wiping and start washing your butt. Go to hellotushy.com today forward slash guys and use our promo code guys for 10% off your first order. I have a tushy set up at the house and it has changed my life. Sometimes I'm not even shitting. I just want to spray water up my ass to feel a little better. As an older man, sometimes I'm walking around. I got a little swamp ass going on. You know what? Hello, Tushy. So one more time, guys, that's Hello Tushy, H-E-L-L-O-T-U-S-H-Y dot com slash guys, G-U-I-S, for 10% off today. Your asshole, thank you, and so will whoever's eating it. Tushy. All right, let's change gears. I got some news stories that we can bring up. I did my own news this week, guys. I feel like a real man. Uh, Okay. Uh... Oh, okay. I like this one. So uh, we were talking about wrestling earlier. Your kids are getting into wrestling. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard of Exoticos? No. <laughs> okay. So we'll te- we'll learn a little thing on the show today. Oh yeah. Uh, so this is you know we'll we'll go with the theme of the show. We talk about some gay stuff. Exoticos are a type of Mexican wrestler. Okay. So you're familiar, of course, with you know bad guys, good guys, faces and heels, right? Yeah. yeah. Good guys are faces, bad guys are heels. Now, in Mexico, they also have something called, uh, well, they have a lot of uh, little people still, mm-hmm. which is the minis. Okay. But they also have exoticos. Exoticos are essentially drag queens. Mm. But they're also, so they're badass, high-flying, hard-hitting gay dudes in makeup and dresses and boas and sequins who then can fucking fight. Yeah. So uh, before we get into the story, uh, do you want to bring up Exoticos real quick, uh, Jorge? Uh, there's like a, it's an entire uh, like genre, basically, of... It's a type of luchador. Yeah. More or less. And one of the most luchador. famous one was... Uh, uh, one of the most famous ones is uh, Cassandro. And Cassandro's been at it forever. He's Cassandro's from um, uh, yesteryear, and I believe he still wrestles. Yeah. Um, I remember he broke his leg on a show a few years ago, WrestleMania weekend. Damn. But uh, Bad Bunny. So, yes, this is that. Is that Cassandro? Yes. You can put the volume on. Dude, he looks like, he looks like, the, like, the, like the owner of a nail salon. Right? But so, like, this is an entire, and they'll, like, kiss, they'll, like, Basically, gold dust was an exotico. Okay. So they'll do gay shit to the other dude. They'll kiss him. They'll they'll grope him. They'll make him. They get in your head with their gay shit. Yeah. And it kind of rules. That's pretty sick. Uh, but yeah, so that's like their, their finishing move is a sixty nine. Yeah, it's all yes, it's all hilarious <laughs> shit like that. So uh, Bad Bunny apparently is playing Cassandro for an Amazon Prime movie. Uh, and if you want to bring up the article, Jorge, and tell us a little about about it. Well, I don't like that women are taking jobs away from men. No, Bad Bunny's a dude. Bad Bunny's a dude? Yeah. I always thought Bad Bunny was a chick. No, Bad Bunny uh, wrestled at WrestleMania. Oh, wait. I thought Bad Bunny was a rapper. Yeah, he's a Puerto Rican rapper, I think. Yeah, I so, so yeah. that's one of the reasons why people are upset. Uh, so, here we go. So yeah, they just filmed it and uh, they released the trailer, which features a scene of him. Uh, Let's watch the trailer. Uh, well, I have the clip of him kissing. Oh, great! Yeah. yeah, is is Bad Bunny a gay man? An open gay man? I don't know. So that. right now he's he was dating Kylie Jenner. Okay. Uh, or Kendall Jenner, uh, but he's like floated around that whole mainstream big pop person like, I, gang scene. I, here's my naive. You you ever like hear words and you're like, oh, I know what that is. Mm-hmm. Dude, I thought Bad Bunny was like a hot white chick. That was like yeah. that. That's a Bad Bunny right there. Nope, Bad Bunny is a Puerto Rican gentleman. I did not. Had he not done shit with WWE, I would not. Okay. Have any idea who he is? But uh, is he Puerto Rican or is he Cuban? Uh, Puerto Rican. Cool. And let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's see the smooch. 
Well, which one is the bunny? On the left. Okay. The, in the red hat. No puedo, no puedo. Está bien, está bien, no te preocupes, está bien. No, no te hundes. Está todo bien. Perdóname. Yeah, don't freak out, it's okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no vemos, mi rey. All right, there you go. So what is the controversy is, I, I assume the controversy was that he had a gay kiss, but is it also because he's a Puerto Rican playing this very influential Mexican figure? Yeah, like a little bit of that. And then uh, just the whole like basic homophobia and people like you have the one part of people who are like, yes, go off King and like be yourself, embrace uh, femininity and all that. And then you have the regular people who are like, yeah, no, dude, what are you doing here? So, question. You know how, like, there's kind of, like, this movement now where actors want represent, like, uh, you know, they want people in wheelchairs to play people in wheelchairs, mm -hmm. retarded people to be retarded, uh, uh, and you definitely can't fucking play another race. Yeah. Is that going to happen with gay people, where gay people should get gay parts? I mean, yes, but also at the same Isn't time. Isn't that the greatest kind of acting, is pretending you're in love with someone you're not even attracted exactly. to? Exactly. That's, that's, that's AKA exactly. marriage? Yeah. <laughs> are we pretending or not? Are we yeah. acting or not? That's the thing. I never got it because it's like, shouldn't we use our best pretenders? It's yes. not acting if you're the thing. For sure. I Listen, next time they have a Malcolm X biopic, it should be Peter Dinklage playing him. I'm fine with that. Dude, he would Malcolm X was small? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take off. Of Patrice used to do a Malcolm uh, XXXL joke. Yeah, Malcolm XS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, he's going to play Cassandra, and I think it's super cool. And it's something I wish more people knew about. Because yeah. the fact that, like, it's huge there, and no one gives a shit. Mm -hmm. That is just they celebrate this very gay thing. But I feel like um, Hispanic culture... Not necessarily as more tolerant, but I feel like um, in their entertainment, they've always kind of had older, queeny kind of dudes. Because I don't know if you ever saw, I can't remember the name of the documentary. There was a psychic that Spanish people used to watch in the morning who was like a flaming gay dude with a million rings and jewelry. Mm -hmm. And he was like a staple of like every old Spanish lady's TV in the morning. Yeah, dude. Who am I thinking of, Jorge? Uh, I don't. I don't remember the name. I can look it up. Yeah, but yeah. So, old gay Spanish psychic. Um, but yeah, growing up, yeah, uh, a lot of Hispanic culture, like a lot of our TV is very flamboyant and exaggerated, which is part of the reason why, like, I feel like we go along with jokes better than other people, like being like any sort of racism, or whatever. Because our whole thing is like being over exaggerated, whether it's like really gay or really dumb, like or a bumblebee. Yeah, yeah it's just. Yeah, it's just over excessive like whether it be funny or dramatic it's just always really exaggerated well i, I always notice in the hood right there like when there's like a like a man that's dressing as a woman like if it's a black guy walking around straight dudes will like make fun make mock them make fun of them with like obviously making fun of them but with uh the hispanics when they're making fun of their uh what, what back then they were cross-dressers when they're making fun of their cross-dressers they kind of cat call them so it's like they're like they're not really they like participate in it a yeah. little bit. You know what there's I mean? A, there's a game to it where it's like we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're also gonna like play along to a point of Yeah. It yeah, being yeah, yeah. that's the bit. Yeah. Yes, that can you give me their name please? Uh Walter Mercado. Thank you. And yeah, there's there's a whole documentary about them uh like kind of finally getting recognized in a museum and like their contribution. Mm -hmm. To Hispanic culture, but like, uh, uh, I just think it's really cool. And I, I, Bad Bunny, by the way, killed it when he wrestled. Yeah. He wrestled uh, Damian Priest at Mania. Okay. I think. And it was fucking awesome. Whoever they have training him and the Paul brother that wrestles. Yeah. And like the celebrities, I think it's Shawn Michaels does a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. The way they put the matches together to kind of cater to them are fucking excellent. I got to see this. Yeah, it's yeah. really, really fun. Yeah, every time I every time I hear that one of those, you know, celebrities is going into wrestling in my mind's like they probably fucking suck. They train the shit out. I mean the yeah. is it Logan Logan Paul's the one that wrestles, Logan, right? Yeah, Logan Paul. Lo he's fucking 
listen, I don't think he could do it every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he obviously is like fucked up at the end of him. Yeah. But his athleticism is off the charts. Yeah, and he's a big dude too. He's a big tall guy. Yeah. yeah. And he can move. He does. Um, he does moves that some of the big guys do mm-hmm. better than them. Like he does. Uh, there's a thing. Uh, Hangman Page and AEW and CM Punk has botched it every time he tried to do it. That's like a flipping lariat. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. This is bad money. Yeah, bad money. And he was fucking. Phenomenal. And like they book it right where there's like interference and like it's not like a celebrity just came and was better at wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they book it in a way where like it's like gang warfare mm. and it makes sense. It's really fucking fun. Yeah. And that was just good. And I, I like my his music. The only reason I know his music is because it's the loading screen music on the games. Well, so the, they they'll the, play bad bunny music and I'll be like, why the fuck do I know that? <laughs> it's the same reason I know like every bad uh like new metal song. Yeah. That I've never I don't even know the bands, but I know every word because it's the loading screen music and I play all I play is the wrestling game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I play is wrestling, uh vampire survivors, and now I have Texas Chainsaw that I play all the time. Man, I I, I wish I played something cool. I love Mario Party. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my wife play Mario Party every week. Dude, that's our family game, man. We yeah. Don't, we don't even play the board anymore. We just play the mini games and we just keep going through all the mini games. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I fucking am not. I, we, me and my wife will uh, form an alliance when we're losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love turning on her. Okay. <laughs> I love I love just taking the rug out from under her. <laughs> that's why we had to stop playing the board. It was, it was tearing our family apart. Oh, dude, when you get the opportunity in Mario Party... To steal a star, ooh, ooh, the 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 accomplishment that you feel has been ripped away from you, yeah, with someone you care about. I get mad when the computer does it, but Man. if my chick takes a star from me, it is like the night is over, dude. The way we do it in our house, it ends up being more brutal because when when I have the opportunity to steal a star, for example, the rest of my family has to now campaign. For why I'm not taking it from them, and you know they good good arguments, but somebody has to lose, and that's like that's rough. <laughs> that's rough when you're begging your dad to not steal your star. You know what I mean? It's like just take it from mom. It's not going to affect her as much as it's going to affect us. And it's like I'm not. Ta- I'm trying to get pussy later. <laughs> I'm not taking my woman's star. So, oh yeah. man, it's fu- Mario Party is perfect. I wish. The new one had more boards. Mm. I think it only has four levels. But other than that, it's fucking so goddamn good. Wait, there's like how how recent is the new one? I don't know if we're playing the new one. Uh, like the last couple of years. Yeah, we're playing that. All stars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's got the watch McCall. It's um, the birthday cake, the island, the graveyard, and uh, the space the space one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does it does not have a lot of. But you're right. It's a little uh, repetitive, but it's a fucking. Yeah. Great party. We'd be and then What's your board? I like the graveyard one. I like the graveyard one and because the one that's the fruit island drives me nuts mm-hmm. because that's the one where um the star changes sides when you hit yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll be so close to it and somebody lands on that thing and it's on the other side of the board now and I'm mad every time. I like the reason why I like that one is because I feel like it levels the playing field. Okay. You know what I mean? Like everybody now has a shot at all times. Okay. No matter how far back you are, you know what I mean? That star could just pop up on the next space right in front of you without you doing anything. Yeah. So that's that's my shit. Yeah, okay. I'll yeah. fuck with that. I'm lucky. Yeah. So like I like anything that revolves around you know, like retarded luck. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I fucking kill. Do you turn off bonus stars? No. Bonus <laughs> no. stars are a motherfucker. No. Dude, bonus <laughs> stars at the end make me so because you never know what it's gonna be for. Yeah. So sometimes like bonus star for person who landed on the most red spaces. Yeah. And you're like, that is not a talent. <laughs> you don't deserve a bonus for that. Yeah. Why like, are you getting stars? Like bonus star for the person who collected the least amount of coins. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that makes me mad. Or here, here's the um, my favorite one is the bo- the bonus star for the person that like didn't get around the board. Oh you yeah, know what I mean it's like yeah, that's me. <laughs> my least favorite thing in Mario Party is the one game where I I don't like anything where you have to use the uh, the little L in the R. 
Yeah, yeah. And there's the one where you're on the hobbity horse. Mm -hmm. I can never get the rhythm down on that. Dude, so you got to move your body with it. Okay. A lot like I, I know a lot of gamers are against that, but there are some of those mini games where if you don't move your body with it, you can't really get the rhythm down. Okay. So when you're doing, you got to imagine you're actually like rocking okay. on the horse okay. and just move your body. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. Also, I uh, Mario Golf. I'm big on. Okay. Oh, the on the mini game. No, no, no. Well, uh, no, just in general. Okay. The Mario Golf. Because there is a golf. There mini is a game. golf mini game, yeah. and I thought I would be better at it, but the controls are completely different than Mario Golf. Okay. And it took me a while to figure it out. <laughs> oh, but I do dominate in that now. That's what's up. No, my number one game is the one where you know the enemy that's like a stack of balls, mm -hmm. and you're at the bottom with a mallet. You're just like popping it up. Yeah. And yeah, I fucking annihilated yeah. that. Any anything anything uh button mashing where it's like similar to jerking off, yeah. <laughs> I will fucking destroy. I'm like my my button mashing is anything that's similar to the bonus levels of Mortal Kombat where you had to like break shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That's that's my button Super mashing. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Super I love I love that uh you know, for your family and like me and my chick, it's the simple thing. It's literally Mario. Yeah. And it's a great night. It's so like I remember wanting to go out, think I'm gonna go out every night. Mm -hmm. Now all I want is the night off to stay home and play Mario with my wife. Dude, it's the best. And it's like I try to play other games with the kids, but like they have uh, Super Smash Brothers. Mm -hmm. I can't follow it. My wife can't either. She she says that it moves too fast. Yeah, and I'm like, there's like, and like my kids will like consistently destroy me. And after the game, I'm like, you're not actually good at the game. You're just like better at managing the chaos. Like, yeah, I'm freaking out because I'm old. You know, you're you're just like okay with all the crazy shit that's going on. Like if I was more, if I if I didn't come from like the Mortal Kombat era, yeah, then I would be able to play that fighting game. Let us start gustando me podcast. Hey, do you know what that means? I do. Thanks to our new friends at Babbel. Recently, I've been learning to speak Spanish with Babbel, and you can too, because with Babbel, you can start speaking a new language in just three weeks. Babbel is the second best way to learn a language. The first way is immersion by living among people that speak it. However, with Babbel, you can start speaking a new language very quickly. One in five Americans actually have learn a new language on their bucket list. You can achieve just that. So if you're going to travel soon and you want to learn the language, a great thing to do is try out Babbel. Why Babbel? Because it works. Instead of paying hundreds of dollars for a private tutor or fooling yourself with language apps that are a little more than games, Babbel has quick 10-minute lessons that are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel is designed for real conversations. All of Babbel's tips and tools for learning a new language are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. So here's a special limited time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. You can get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash guys. So you can get 55% off Babbel.com slash guys. Once again, B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash guys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Uh, make people know that you're a worldly, intelligent person and try out a new language with our new friends at Babbel. Did you see Jean-Claude Van Damme is in the new Mortal Kombat? No. So he was supposed to be Johnny Cage. Yeah, for sure. Uh, in fact, the I actually just watched a thing with Ed Boone. He did uh, Hot Ones. Yeah. Mortal Kombat was pitched as Jean-Claude Van Damme the game. Mm. And it was supposed to be Bloodsport as a game. Wow. But then he didn't want to do it, so they made Johnny Cage. But in this new one, uh, MK1, because it... Uh, reboots the timeline yeah one of the skins you can get for johnny cage is just young john claude van damme and he voiced it okay and uh do you want to bring it up why it's pretty sick dude like yeah if they start bringing it because the uh last game had terminator and rambo mm -hmm. i could see if they like bring in seagal chuck norris Can they I could do it yep there it is yeah. capture your final act that makes sense with the split punch. Can pick me, yeah, can you? yeah. Easily his worst ever decision. Why'd you go rogue? I could have made you a star. Isn't that so cool? Yeah. You, you, can, you can pause it. Uh, I, because I thought they were going to make a horror game for a while because they were bringing in every Mortal Kombat was like a new horror character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I still want that game. But I think now an Expendables style fighting game. Ooh. 
with they got Stallone. I mean, everybody. Dude, Rambo. The the what was the what was the Arnold Schwarzenegger's name in the Predator? Oh, I don't remember. He was Terminator in um the, in the game. He's ter- they had Terminator in the okay. last one, but then if you got um Terminator, Jax had a skin that was Carl Weathers, Action Jackson in Predator. That oh in Predator, yeah. You remember Action Jackson? Yeah. Though? That's why I was. I was as soon as we were th- starting to think of those uh, action stars from like the eighties. Dude, Carl Weathers was the man. Like, what happened to him? I mean, he had a good run, right? Yeah, I he thought so. Couple, couple good years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would love just. It would be so silly. And those games are like fucking solid. The last few Mortal Kombat's. I'm trying to think. The bonus characters they announced are, and of course, because DLC takes forever. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, Peacemaker. So John Cena. Yeah. Um, Homelander, which I don't know really. Yeah, he's from that uh, superhero show. Right? Something else, something I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the was, boys. Yes, the thank boy, you. Yeah, and there was yeah. somebody else I can't remember, but it looks pretty solid. It's pretty sick. Yeah, and then uh, I'm a big Mortal Kombat mark. That that really does does make more than Street Fighter, more than Tekken. I always loved Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat's the best, and I, like for me, there's nothing better than the first Mortal Kombat on Sega. I still will play that. I liked uh, four a lot. The first one that went three D. Yeah, and you could uh, like you had like a round thing, and you had wet. That's the first one where you had the big weapons. Mm-hmm. That one was really fun. That's I, I had to, honestly I had to tap because it was like I couldn't handle the tech in three D. Mm-hmm. So when Mortal Kombat went three D, I feel like they left. Who are your, who are your picks? So I'm, I'm a Scorpion Sub Zero guy, but. It when when I when I get in rhythm when I'm when I'm back to being good at the game, I like to get in my opponent's head so I go random. Okay. Yeah, and it's like I'm pretty. Again, I'm lucky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like it fucks with my opponent. So yeah, I go, I'm a random guy. I'm a Baraka guy. <sighs> right. Yeah. I feel like I I yeah. very few people. I like Baraka. I uh, was I'm always gonna have a sub zero soft spot. Mm-hmm. Baraka. Uh, Shang Tsung. Yeah. Shao Kahn, if Shao Kahn's available. Yeah. Love the big heavy hitters. And the fuck, there's another one I re- Oh, Reptile. Okay. Yo, Baraka's the only one that will make me regret my random pick. Yeah? Yeah. Because if, if, if somebody's Baraka, I have to be either Sub-Zero or Scorpion. Okay. But I can't, like, you can't, Baraka, he's... Because like, he's got the distance. Yeah, he catches you in the air. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, I, I, can't, I can't be having that. I need to be able to just bring you over to me or freeze you. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, I've, this is what a nerd I've become. I will watch the Mortal Kombat cutscenes edited together as a movie because I'm that interested in the story. Yeah, because I care. Like I've been like, I've been watching these characters since I'm what, fucking uh, six. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, like for me, it was probably around twelve. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm like, I've got to be maybe yeah, maybe a little maybe eight. Yeah. So how, how what year did the first Mortal Kombat come out, Jorge? I was born in 87. Yeah. I was going to say 92-ish. That sounds about right. October 92. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I was yeah. fucking five. I've been following these I people. was just 12. I turned 12 in June that year. And then, well, every year. But yeah, uh, yeah that was my shit. That was like my whole, like going, like I remember... It was like I was twelve, and like my me and my peer group were about to go into puberty, and for me it was like I'm never hitting puberty. This is it for me for the rest of my life. It's Mortal Kombat. And you had Genesis, right? Mm-hmm. Did you have Eternal Champions? The, don't even get me started yeah, on dude. Eternal Champions. You kidding me? Larson, like one of the smoothest characters ever in a video game. Trident. You know, that, those are my two guys, Larson oh, cool, and Trident. Cool, cool, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. I, I played the magician sometimes too. I think that's who I played as. Yeah, I always play usually like so if I'm playing Street Fighter, it'll be Zangief or Blanca. Mm-hmm. I'm usually I usually connect with like whatever the big slow dude is. Gotcha. That's how I like to play. Yeah, there's some people that if I'm even in like a fucking fantasy game, I'm always like an orc. Yeah. Or something with a big hammer. I'm not a stealth guy. Okay. I can never even like I'm playing the Texas Chainsaw game now. And it's so not my wheelhouse mm-hmm. to like hide. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like do like I always just like if I'm playing fucking Skyrim, like I'm just running to the village and be like, what's the fight? <laughs> so the whole idea of like hiding and being stealthy is fucking weird to me. Okay. And I'm getting annihilated in this Texas Chainsaw game, dude. The people are eating me a lot, dude. I fucked up the game so bad yesterday. I don't I, even know how the game works. Oh, dude, I, it's it's like much more cool. Did you see the Friday Thirteenth game? No. So the way the game works is you can either play as the killers or the victims. Sick. You're in the Texas Chainsaw House. Uh, you start in the basement, and you have to get out. And there's like three different ways to get out. Yeah. Um. There's a gate. There's a the front entrance. There's the uh uh gravel driveway that goes to the road, mm-hmm. and then there's like a gate you can unlock. Uh, and there's four victims and I think three family members. Yeah. And uh, it's essentially hiding, and uh, they can see you uh, through sonar if you move too much. Like, because they have uh, the grandpa is like, tells them where you are. Yeah. I and would want to be the grandpa. I'd play the grandpa. No, no, you can't play. Grandpa doesn't but move. But that's what I want to play. I want to play the people that warn you about shit. And <laughs> And uh, I stink at it. Yeah. I have no skills for these kind of games. And I, the best thing is to work together. Like, you play online, basically. You can only play online. Okay. And I play as the victims. I don't like playing as killers that much. It's not that much fun for me. But uh, basically, you find each other in the basement, and then you all work together to get out. And I found everybody. It was all four of us. We get out of the basement. We're outside of the house, figuring our way out. And then the killers found me, and I panicked, and I ran in the direction of the other three survivors. <laughs> so not only did I get myself killed, I revealed every other player in the game to the killers and got them all killed. I'm not getting killed by They myself. must have been so mad, I, I cause yeah. sometimes they have mics on. I get cursed out so hard on the mic yeah. by like, Young teen, like ghetto teenagers, scream at me for how bad I am at this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, f- I must have. I mean, these kids were. It was such a. It was like, it was almost like we were speed running the game. Mm. We were doing so good, and I fucked it up for everybody. What'd they say? They were cursing, telling me I was a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah don't yeah. come this way, motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were so mad at me. Man, that's wild. It's a good game. It's free on, um, well, not free, but if you have Game Pass, okay, it comes with it, or it, you can download it. And yeah. uh, I love it. It's a little glitchy still, but I think it's real. And it sounds and looks just like the first movie. Mm. Like the soundscape of it sounds just like Texas Chainsaw. Like I fucking love it. Yeah, when 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 my wife and I were moving to Texas, is when the um, the Jessica Biel mm-hmm. one came out, and. We we drove down there in a U-Haul. We hooked our car up to it. We stopped in Louisiana. It was fucking terrifying, you know. And then we went to Texas, and we were staying in this like backwoods hotel because uh, it was like the cheapest thing that we could find. We decided to like hop in our car and go see Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I swear to God, we were in like the same type of neighborhood, our hotel. And I do I that was that was the last horror film I had ever watched. Really? Yeah, I could I could not handle life afterwards. You know, it was just like everything. I just felt like I was going to die. It, it just it felt too real for me. Every house that I saw looked like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house. I was done. I went through it uh, last weekend in Florida. Uh, <laughs> obviously, you don't watch horror movies. There's a movie Barbarian that came out last year. That's mm. awesome. It's Justin Long. Uh, stays at an Airbnb at Type Sitch, and he goes in the basement. And there's an extra door. Mm. And then you find out there's like tunnels and shit under the house and et cetera. First of all, I mean, I'm pretty sure the person who is renting the Airbnb probably has on their list of rules, don't go in that extra door. There's so many rules at Airbnbs. Well, so what happens is he rents the apartment. Mm -hmm. He like rents it to live there. And then a girl shows up to Airbnb it and they can't figure out what happened. Yeah. Because they're both supposed to stay there. She goes exploring, and he goes back for her like an idiot. But so I was at a, a comedy condo, and I was only, it was a two-bedroom, and I was the only one there, and it was a duplex. And I made it through the first day great. Mm-hmm. 
And at some point during the second day, I'm just like, you know, shitting naked with the door open, with the bathroom door open. And I'm thinking, I don't know who else has a key to this house. Yeah. Anyone, anytime. Yeah. I have no clue if there's a back door here. I have no idea if someone has a copy of the key. Mm -hmm. I have no idea if people have been casing this place, realizing it's empty during the week because it's where the comedians stay during the weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they think it's an abandoned house. And I went, yeah, I should probably lock the door. I should probably lock the bedroom door at night because I've just been, I mean, no covers in my underwear, just dead asleep. The yeah. easiest victim of all time, filled with Wawa sandwiches and iced tea. Okay, so I, I have the most retarded move in hotel rooms. You know, in hotel rooms where your room has a door to the next room. Mm -hmm. So I take the trash can, I turn it upside down, and I put it like right at the edge of the door. And in my mind, what's going to happen is if somebody opens up my door from the other side, I'll hear the trash can, like the 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 bag scraping mm -hmm. against the carpet. That's my that's my early warning sign in case somebody's coming in to murder me. I hate responsible adults over the age of 21 living in states where Delta 8 is legal. You guys like to get high. Hey, me too. So let's head on over to YoDelta.com and stock up on high-quality lab-tested Delta 8. You guys know what Delta 8 is. It's something found in hemp that can be legally shipped to various states and get you really high. And YoDelta.com has a great mix of gummies and vapes for all your getting stone needs. But let me tell you from personal experience, Delta 8 works and these products need to be taken responsibly. So once more, that's YoDelta.com, the official Delta 8 sponsor of the Gas Digital Network. And if you use our promo code GAS, you're going to get 25% off your order. One more time, guys, that's promo code GAS for 25% off at YoDelta, home of the Delta 8 that gets you super high. Did I tell you what happened to me uh, when we did Uncle Vinny's a couple of years ago? No, no. So we uh, we do Uncle Vinny's, and it's down the shore. Yeah. And it was over the winter. And Uncle Vinny's is just far enough from me that I would spend a little bit more going back and forth mm -hmm. than I would just finding a cheap place to stay. Yeah. And uh, I, like a, I like a good haggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I called motels in the area and said, hey, listen, I need to stay for like five days. Is there any way I can get a discount? And they're all like, no. But then I realized it's down the shore during the winter. They don't have a lot of opportunities, right? So I finally called, I was like, hey, you know, I'm a comedian in the air. And then I like to throw in a lie. So I'm always like, I'm gonna be back like every month. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking for a place to kind of get a deal with. And this one guy picks up Motel and he's like, oh, I love comedy. You know, are you going to be at the comedy club, et cetera, right? So I'm like, yeah, I'll get you a ticket. The whole, you know, I schmooze him. And uh, I wind up talking him down to like a really good price. Mm. And uh, me and Faga split a room. And uh, we get there and we quickly realize we are the only people in this motel. Yeah. Except maybe two people all the way at the other end who definitely live in that motel, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're hanging out for a day or two, and then Chris goes back home to see his chick, and I stay by myself one night. And it's like 3 in the morning. I'm sitting uh, in my underwear, eating a sandwich, as one does. Of course. Uh, I don't think I was doing drugs, but, you know, drugs were present. Yeah. And, uh, but it was sandwich time, not drug time. For sure. And uh, I separate those You got to compartmentalize. And, dude... Somebody tried my door mm. at two, three in the morning, goes to open my door, and I have never moved so fast in my life. Yeah. Pop up, open the curtain, and I just see somebody run. Oh, no. <laughs> and I realize, oh, fuck, that was an attempted robbery. Yeah. And now I'm alone. I slept in the chair. It, I moved the like uh, comfy chair they had in the hotel in front of the door, for sure. With my feet touching it, <laughs> and slept like this in case somebody opened the door, they would knock my feet and knock me awake. Zach, that is brilliant. It's like the best idea I've ever heard. I might start doing that because <laughs> I was like, well. And then the second fake it got there, I was like, hey, I need to go to sleep in the bed for a few hours. Yeah, because uh, I've been in a chair for twelve hours. 
freaking the fuck out. That shit, that that type of stuff scares the fuck out of me. Like that, that is like Home Invasion is probably so I can watch any kind of horror movie. Yeah, Home Invasion, like Funny Games, The Strangers, any movie where it's regular people breaking into a house, yeah, and torturing people or robbing them or like anything like that scares the fucking shit out of me. Because mm-hmm. all I think is that happens. Yeah. Yeah, and you got to think about what type of person is the person that's home invading. Yeah. Like, I could never be a home. I'm, like, too polite. Like, I would, like, break into somebody's house. I'm like, do I have, should I take my shoes off? Yeah. You know, like, how do, you know, what, do, what are the house rules here, you know? So, yeah, if somebody's breaking into my house, it's just, like, they're prepared to die more than I am right now. Yeah. You know? I always think, like, I know everybody, we used to talk on the show all the time about wanting to have house weapons and mm-hmm. I, I have my hidden knives and shit but i think like what are the chances i'm getting to it yeah i would I, like in my in my ultimate fantasy like our house weapons would be you know in the walls your fucking chick is the house weapon she is she is but it's like she's also a white chick so she's probably going to be murdered so quickly yeah you know it's, it's what like, they're great at yeah exactly it's, it's like, their biggest talent <laughs> it's like yeah, as soon as somebody breaks into the house, she falls down. <laughs> it's just like, what are you doing? Yeah, I would love to be able to like punch into like the wall and grab something out of it. Oh, that would be sick, dude. How? Because like that would that would fuck up a home invader's head. They're leaving. Like they're not going to continue their home invasion. They're just going to be wondering what like what what the fuck did I stumble into? You know. So that's my. Yeah, I have my I have my sword now, but it's too cumbersome. I don't think I could actually hurt somebody with it because yeah. I'm too weak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. some uh, shout out, uh, Gordian Keat Forge on uh, Instagram made me a big fucking. The Legion of Skanks has one too. Where the thing is so fucking heavy and cumbersome. I think, like, I would go to pick it up and the guy would just pop me three times in the face in the time that it took me to lift it and swing it at him. Yeah, my, my, uh, my fear is that, like, my, my wall weapon situation is also, I have, like, a snack fantasy for that as well. So, like, I would be afraid, like, if somebody broke into my house and, like, punch it to the wall and pull out a pack of peanut butter crackers. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, okay, you got me. <laughs> Although, that still might fuck you up. Yeah. You know, like, if I, if I walk... And you the- just start eating peanut butter crackers? <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're late. <laughs> I've been expecting you. All right, let's do one or two more stories before we get out of here. What else did I bring up, Jorge? Okay. Um... Bring up this Guardian story that's very interesting to me. Mm. Uh, A new start after 60, I spent 40 years hiding that I was gay. Then my husband's dementia wiped away my fear. Tell us a little about it, Jorge. Uh, So on this one, so uh, longtime lovers of, you know, the gay yeah. variety. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lifetime partners. Lifetime partners. And then, uh, hold on, I didn't get that far into So basically, the one didn't admit that he was in a gay relationship for 40 years. They yeah. were just roommates. Essentially. And then the other one got dementia, and he decided to come out of the closet. We live in a day and age, though. Like, I remember being a little, little kid. Yeah. And my grandparents had a friend named Billy. Mm-hmm. And Billy had a roommate. Mm. And I always, even when I was little, I understood without understanding that Billy and his roommate were like not, normal's not the right word. Well, back then it was. Yeah. Yeah. But that there was something different about them. Mm-hmm. And, and in the tone, people spoke and shit like that. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of old school families had that mentality, you know, oh, he lives with his roommate. Oh, that's my aunt. She lives with her college roommate still. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, he's a confirmed bachelor. Yeah. You know, he's still looking for the right lady. Yeah. Our family was a little different. We were like, Uncle Larry, gay as fuck. <laughs> Uncle Larry moved to San Francisco to suck dick. <laughs> Which is true, by the way. He moved to I mean, that's San- where you go. Yeah. He moved to San Francisco to suck dick. And then he... he, he you know, uh, moved back was uh, moved back home and lived with me at my grand. Not me, I was living with my grandma at the time. He moved back home when he he contracted HIV. Uh, yep. Yeah. It was like all right, time to take a knee. 
Yeah. Not to suck dick, Uncle Larry. Yeah. Not both of them. Yeah. One knee, Larry. One knee, Larry. Larry, what do we tell you? <laughs> Look at the mess you got yourself in. <laughs> All right? Yeah. Listen, don't come near me, Larry. I'll give you the fucking sniffles. <laughs> Dude. So when, when he moved with us, you know, there like a nurse has to come in and explain to the family like all of the the things that are like um what am i trying to think the, the things that are not true about hiv yes you know and like the things that you do have to worry about and i remember her really emphasizing a lot of people are really terrified of sharing silverware with uh people with hiv and at that time that wasn't even on my radar and once she said that it was like oh fuck like what if what if he pokes himself with a fork and then I poke myself with the fork and then like the blood mixes. And it's just like, I have never known a single human being to poke themselves with a fork while eating. Not once. It's just never happened. In the, like mm-hmm. I, I gave my kids like utensils, like forks and butter knives as soon as they could grip and no, none of them. The only way you get AIDS from a fork is if you guys share a piece of cake after he fucked you in the ass without a condom. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give credit where credit is due to that. That's, uh, uh, are you familiar with uh, Mike DiStefano? I know. Yeah, I know him. Uh, he's the logo for The Stand. Okay. So Mike uh, was a, uh, a drug counselor, mm-hmm. and Mike uh, had HIV. Didn't talk about it yeah. on stage, really. He did a one-man show about his uh, partner dying of it. Okay. But uh, he used to, he talked about, he would go to schools and talk about HIV. Mm-hmm. And he said that the kids were always pretty cool, and the parents had the dumbest questions ever. Like, he said, I, and I don't want to just do his bit, but I'm going to do it, because it's funny to me. Uh, he's like He said he was talking, and a mom was like, can you get uh, AIDS from your dentist? Mm. He goes, yeah, if he fucks you without a condom. <laughs> yeah. And then another one went, can you get AIDS from opening a bloody doorknob? And he goes, first of all, what's happening in your life that the doorknobs are bloody? Yeah. Second of all, yes, you can if you bend over, open your asshole, and repeatedly shove the doorknob <laughs> yes. up your ass without a condom. Yeah, and you still might have to have somebody fuck you in the ass. Yeah. You know, it's like a bloody doorknob might not do it for you. That when Dave Smith went in for an AIDS test when we were young, we were young, young, com- I mean, I'm much younger than them, but we were all baby comics still. And I remember he was like, I think the AIDS test, and the doctor went, you straight? Dave's like, yeah, he goes, you use needle drugs? And Dave goes, never. He goes, nah, you don't have it. That's the AIDS test. Yeah. <laughs> it's verbal. Yeah, you, you don't use needles? No, 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 no. No, gay sex? No. I mean, what are the chances? Come on. Yeah. I, I have one friend uh, who has uh, HIV from the saddest possible blood transfusion. Mm. Uh, it's a great, my friend uh, Sean has a great book called My Pet Virus. Yeah. And he was a hemophiliac. And when he was like 10 years old, he got a blood transfusion with AIDS in it. Dude, that is the least fun way to get AIDS. Now, I will say, his make-a-wish, he met Depeche Mode. Oh. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah. They gave him till 18. Still kicking at 40, baby. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, check out that book, uh, My Pet Virus. Uh, I can't remember Sean's last name at the moment, uh, but he wound up marrying Miss Virginia. Yeah. Because her platform was AIDS awareness, and they started doing speaking engagements together and wound up getting married. Yeah. This, the- so not only he got AIDS at 10 and parlayed AIDS into marrying a beauty queen. Uh, Sean Decker? Yeah, Sean Decker. Thank you. That's yeah. the book. It's fucking really, really good. And he's a, a very, very uh, talented uh, synth pop musician. That's pretty sick, man. Like, blood transfusion is probably, like, the least common way to get AIDS, but the most potent way to get yeah. AIDS. Yeah, yeah, no, you got injected yeah. with AIDS blood. That, there's no there's no more AIDSy way to get AIDS. It's like, a pretty, it. yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I cut a scene from one of my first movies where somebody got forced to drink a vial of Magic Johnson's blood. <laughs> Oh, what a silly. We did wind up putting a Magic Johnson joke in the new movie, though. Uh, there's a scene 
uh, towards the end where a character just throws a basketball off screen and we added in a pickup shot that said uh, <laughs> Magic Johnson blood drive and with a <laughs> basketball hoop and you see the ball go in it. <laughs> so I'm glad we got that joke in eventually. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to call it there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to uh, Jorge for letting us do a sick little uh, short episode today. Thank you to my friend Sidney Gant for rolling with Ooh. the punches. Yeah, thank you. On behalf of myself, everyone here at Gas and Ainan Fidance this is Zach Amico saying bye guys ladies and gentlemen Sir Robert Levy <laughs> <laughs> thank you for